are listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more totally free anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. My next guest is a podcaster and an actor, and I'm sure many other things that I don't know about. Well, maybe we'll find out. Uh, this is Bridie McLean. Hi, Bridie. Hi. I'm so glad that you got on. It was, it was, it was all my fault. Um, it's just a, it's a tough thing to coordinate schedules, but, um, it, yeah, there, there's a lot going on. It is. Well, you're, you, you must be super busy, I guess. Well, today we went to camera on a new film. So, uh, yeah, it's been pretty busy leading up to it, but today, today is pretty smooth sailing so far. Oh, that's good. So you're like literally working on something right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I kind of know you more through well through your sister i kind of i met you once through your sister tara um and uh and when i was setting up for this i thought you know because i knew a little bit about you know talked to her a lot and and knew a little bit about your history and um and your life and i'm i'm leading off the the interview with the with the basic question which is the name of the show which is what you know our anxiety stories what's your anxiety story what's your relationship how's it affected you in your life um that's a really big question. Yeah, um, but yeah, it is. It is. I, I think I'd say the first, the first thing that comes to mind with that question is my first memory of anxiety, and uh, and it, you know, I grew up. I I have very. I don't have a lot of complaints about my childhood or anything, but I I grew up um, in a what they call a broken family, but I don't really think of it that way, but. Mm-hmm. My um, my dad and my stepmother raised me, and my sister, who you know me through, mm. um, she she and I have the same mom, so she was kind of on the other side of my family, not the family that I grew up with. Right. And um, so probably when I was about eight, I would yeah. say, I uh, Tara, my sister, yeah. and our other sister Shay, they came and they came for a visit to to where I lived and they picked me up and we spent the day mm-hmm. uh, hanging out and it was great. And then they drove me home and I just remember this like stomach ache, this like deep, deep like ache um, that that just had me on my knees. I was so stressed. I was so stressed out and feeling so anxious just because of the dynamic and my family wasn't always really positive. Right. So coming home with, with that side of my family to my, to my home, my domestic oh, okay. family was was a lot more conflict I felt like that I could handle in my in my little eight-year-old body but but for so for as long as I can remember that's always how my anxiety has presented itself is in just like awful physical cramp cramps in my stomach and um definitely and that's followed me it's followed me my whole life now I don't know if I would have known that if it wasn't for um my experience um, practicing and teaching yoga over the last like 15 years okay. and uh, and it really helped me identify like what physical sensations are related to my anxiety mm-hmm. so yeah. you so yoga is one of your it turned into one of your coping mechanisms yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like a a peaceful break from from things and and slows the breath and relaxes my body and I and I find that if I can if I can control the physical aspects of my anxiety, it has a tremendous mental effect. That's wow! That's amazing to hear that. I mean, that's uh, something we haven't really heard that that angle before. Usually, you know, you're tackling the 
the psyche right away, but the, the, the whole, uh, you know, kind of connecting it to your body and connecting those physical symptoms to your body and then addressing those can be a powerful thing too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's similar to my acting training, right, mm. where you can, you can create a, a, a psychological experience within yourself, tap into emotions that are, that are not your own because the, they belong to the character, mm. but you do it from the outside in. So right. you can do it from, the, you know, using physical gestures and physical exercises to affect your psychology. And I've, I've used that in the same way because because of course performing brings up a whole different kind of anxiety yeah that's so how do you how do you differentiate those kinds of anxieties do you consider one anxiety to be more healthy or useful and the other obviously to not be healthy and useful how do you differentiate between those two i don't necessarily think either of them are healthy or useful like i i you know i've been an actor for a long time and i and i feel like i haven't really made my peace with it yet um i i i'm i'm always every single time the entire time being confronted with that imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome of you know even though i have years of experience and training like Mm -hmm. i'm not supposed to be here and I'm not I, I'm not meeting people's expectations and etc. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's weird because then as a podcaster where I'm standing up on stage or on the microphone and presenting myself, I feel none of that. Yeah, I feel very free. Is that right? Because your podcast is very different. Your podcast is called Turn Me On. Yeah. Yeah. And tell me the gist of what that podcast is about. Um, that podcast is about what it's like to be a sexual being in the world. Yeah. Um, so my husband and I, we interview uh, everyday ordinary folks about their experience. And sometimes we get some really wild stories and Mm -hmm. sometimes they're, they're pretty, they're much more relatable, but we're pretty open about our experience. Um, we see other people and so we have lots of experience to draw from and, and we get, we get pretty personal. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so obviously you, you, came uh, like was that a, a decision that you and your husband came to where you decided it was more comfortable to be open and transparent about it yeah I think so I think there's the older I get the more I feel like there are certain patterns I've fallen into in my life that I didn't realize were choices it mm-hmm. just matched what was happening around me in the in the adults that I saw from everything from you know, the trajectory of a career to the trajectory of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I feel like, I feel like being, trying to fit into a shape that's not necessarily my shape is, um, yeah, it's, that's stressful. Yeah, for sure. And you found that kind of opening up and transparency was a good, a good way to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, it's something really, really, when everything's on the table, like when everything's just wide open and transparent, then then it becomes just a lot easier to deal with, um, I think, those feelings. Yeah, so your your husband is Jeremy Sanders. Yeah, Saunders, yeah. Yeah, Saunders, sorry. He was, uh, he did Art Attack, and he has... Um, yeah, Arzuka was the name of his. Is that what it was? His, okay. The Canadian version. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for correcting me. And, <laughs> and he's got a super uh, popular podcast called Sick Boy, um, yeah. talking about his dealing with cystic fibrosis. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions that I wonder about is how how is it dealing with that 
that in your relationship, you know, because for me, that is, that is pure anxiety. Um, how, how I would deal with that because it's a, it's a difficult disease to live with, uh, let alone mm-hmm. being a, a person who commits to somebody who has it. Like, how does that, how does that work for you? How do you deal with that? Um, I, you know, it, there is, it's like a low hum all the time, yeah. you know, cause, cause he, he's coughing all the time and, yeah. and so it's always, re- it's always really present, especially now with the podcast. Yeah. Um, but you know, this might be a really weird thing to say, but I feel like maybe that relationship is a defense mechanism for me because when I, just when I was like making that transition from high school to my independent sort of adulthood, mm-hmm. um, Tara and I, we lost our other sister mm-hmm. really unexpectedly yeah. and it, nothing could have shook me more. Yeah. And that definitely sent me on a on a num- like a year a number of years of 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 depths and discovery and stuff like that. And then when I met Jeremy, I think I think there's something soothing to mm-hmm. some part of my brain in that I at least know yeah. that this is probably how it's going to happen yeah. and what it's probably going to look like. Wow. And that might, might be a really strange thing to say, but no, I, no. I think that's, that's how I make sense of it. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you mentioned your sister Shay yeah. who passed away in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was, um, you know, I mean, to me also that that's a, it, I don't even know how somebody deals with that. Um, and in terms of how it affects you, you know, your mental health and so on and so forth. How did you, how did that, how did you feel like that affected your mental health? How did you, how do you, how did you come back from that? <clears throat> if well, you come back from it. Yeah, I think uh, I would say that, um, you know, right off the bat, it was very reassuring that I wasn't the only one grieving the way that I was grieving. It was, mm-hmm. It was my very first experience with that kind of grief, Mm -hmm. but my family really also, it kind of pulled us all closer. Right. And I know sometimes that doesn't happen, but um, we, I definitely took a a personal dive into, again, I was just 18 and just finding the world on my own, and so I definitely numbed my grief for mm-hmm. a couple of years with the same sort of thing that from the outside might look like your average everyday 19, 20 year old. I right. smoked a lot of pot and I drank a lot of alcohol yeah. and it, it helped. <laughs> I thought, and then, and then one day I showed up to a yoga teacher training at 21 and I was like, I, I want to feel healthy. Mm-hmm. And that yoga training really challenged me in in like my things that I believed to be true mm-hmm. and challenged my like the hardness that had kind of formed a little bit around my heart. Yeah. And um and I just haven't been able to turn away from that since it's not it's not easy. It's it's absolutely maddening to mm-hmm. be challenged like that on all, on all your defense mechanisms. But, um, yeah, 
Yeah, slow. I think yoga helped bring me out of it. My the love of my family. Yeah. Um, my acting training because yeah. it gave me a way to process. Right. That kind of pain. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, I guess that that I guess that kind of thing helps sort the brain a little bit too. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's funny because I think I this might maybe this isn't fair to say, but I but I think a lot of people who are drawn to yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And who are drawn to acting mm-hmm. have mental health stuff that they are kind of wanting to maybe look at yeah, what, or work with. D- yeah. Do you think that they always know that when they get into it? No. Yeah. No, definitely not. Yeah. And maybe some of them never do. Yeah, I yeah, that's true. I mean, because uh, you know, one of the comments that I always get because I'm I'm supposed to be funny. I'm not like being overly funny in this podcast, but you know, <laughs> the day is pretty young still. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it's it's true. I mean, I've suffered from anxiety. And I've had depression my whole life, and uh, and I'm and you know, we all use different ways. But there's something about that about actors and humor and all that 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 we kind of gravitate gravitate towards that. Yeah, I, yeah, the the. The levity, the lightness is, is so important. It's important to, to just, I guess, take all those feelings and channel yeah. them in some way. Yeah, well, you sure find out who your friends are once they see the other side of that, right? Oh, that's super true. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's, what's, the name, what's the name of the project you're working on right now? Um, so we are shooting a independent film on Prince Edward Island. It's... It's, it's a landmark moment for Prince Edward Island filmmaking. Yeah, great. Um, it's called A Small Fortune. Yeah. And it's a thriller about found money. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's great. My mom and dad are in it. My oh, niece, wow. Sophia, Sarah's daughter yeah, is in yes, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a family affair. Excellent. That sounds great. Uh, Brody, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Thank you. Okay, and good luck with the movie for the rest of the way. Thanks very much. Good luck for the rest of this project. Thank you very much. We'll talk soon. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Our Anxiety Stories, the Anxiety Canada podcast with John Bateman. Check out anxietycanada.com for more anxiety resources, including our app MindShift CBT. And if you like what you hear, please consider making a donation. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Until next time.